Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. Thank you all so much. Make sure you share the time, share the the way that you're listening to the Speak Life Now radio show. If it's a podcast, if it's on YouTube, or if it's an internet radio, make sure you share it with others. Share, 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 share. And I thank you so much for doing so. Let's talk about today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is going to be Casting. Casting. If you're looking for a podcast hosting service without sacrificing your ownership of your content, try Casting. Casting is an easy-to-use podcast service provided by WebDMG LLC. With Casting, you simply create an account, use their simple web-based interface to upload your podcast, and with the click of just one button, your voice will be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, I mean, just so many platforms. Try casting today by visiting casting.gather.me. That's casting.gather.me. Casting Podcast Service, the simple solution for your podcasting needs. I want to thank my sponsor so much for sponsoring today. And that is also the platform that I'm using for my podcast as well. So, you know, I I stand behind it. So let's go into prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much. <sighs> thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you so much for what you're doing in our thoughts. I thank you right now for your word that's coming forth today. I thank you, dear Lord, hallelujah, on this beautiful day that you have made, that I am rejoicing, I am grateful, and I am thankful, as always, to be able to be used to minister to your precious people. Lord, I want to thank you. Hallelujah. Apply the blood of Jesus over the airways, that there will be no hindrances to this word, that it will get to those who need to hear it, those that have an ear to hear. Welcome, Holy Spirit, into this broadcast today. And I want to thank you so much in advance for the testimonies in your precious name, Jesus. Hallelujah. So the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about Imagine That, part one and part two. And I don't know about you. Ah... I've been really, really, really been intentional about what I'm thinking and what and, and, and the things that have been playing in my mind, you know, and, and I'm so thankful for knowing now how important and I knew thoughts was important, but now I'm seeing I know my life is gonna change even more for the better because my thought life is lining up with everything else. You know how it says walk the talk? Well, you got to also think it. You know what I mean? But today we're going to talk about, we're still going to be talking about thoughts, but this is what I want you, this is the title today. Mind, M-I-N-D, and mind, M-I-N-N. So it's mind slash mind your business. Oh yeah, you heard me right. Mind slash slash mind your business. 
how many times when you was growing up and I mean I have siblings and um and you hear your brother your brother for, for me it was my brothers because you know I'm the oldest and it was like two groups of us we had you know so many years apart my sister and I is like 16 years apart so for me it was my brothers or my cousins mind your business right and that means, you know, get out, of, get out of my business, right? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But we're going to be talking about in a way of mind, what you're thinking about in, about your business, and mind, are we tapping into it, like tapping into the oil, remember that? So that's what we're going to be talking about. <coughs> Excuse me. But you know I always like to talk about a person first. So we're going to talk about the young lady I mentioned last week, and it's all relative. Amanda Gorman and the one that did the poet the poet from the inaugural address y'all all know about, about her about her right now but what I wanted to talk about was how she had a speech impediment she grew up with a speech impediment where it was like it was certain words she couldn't say like the letter R and she said this was going on even up until two years ago but it didn't stop her from being a poet it didn't stop her from, you know, of course you can write the poems, but it didn't stop her from speaking them as well. Because she never let that, what we talked about in the last two and Imagine That, one and two, it didn't, it didn't become a limitation. She had to overcome that. You know what I mean? In her mind, yes, she wrote the poems. She was writing poems and, and going around and speaking. But she still had to really practice and, and, and really um, form the letters in a way that she could say them. Did y'all know that? When I heard that, I heard it right after the day of the um, inauguration when they had her on um, Good Morning America. She said that she was like up until a couple of years ago, she couldn't say, sound out the letter R. But yet, she was seen around the world... Last week, because I'm recording today is 128-2021. We actually had snow in my area. So I went out there and, you know, took some pictures and walked around the store a little bit this morning. But anyway, that's today's date. So she did not allow what could have been a limitation by just saying, well, I won't, you know, I won't ever speak my poetry. I'll write it and, and, and someone else can speak it. She never... She didn't do that. And that's what I want to talk about. In her mind, minding her business was to learn, to practice, to overcome what could have been a limitation. Because I know people that um, have speech impediments and they probably think, well, I stutter or I can't do this or I have a lisp, whatever, that I can't be a speaker. But if it's in there... In them to do it, they could. You can't stop. A friend, a great friend of mine, I heard him um, speaking last Sunday, and he says, "It's your time, because it's your assignment." Shout out to Dr. Harvey on that. It's your sign. It's your time, because it's your assignment, right? So 
she knew that was her assignment. She also says 2036, she's running for president. But she didn't just say that now. I heard her say it last week, but she's actually been saying it. And don't quote me on this age, but I think she said it since the age of six. She's been saying it. And not only has she been saying it, her family has been saying it. So they all have, like, that's what you're going to be. And they're constantly pushing her in a good way towards that by saying it over and over. Remember I talk about, you know, what you're saying, what you're speaking, what you're watering, how you watering your seed, what are you saying over your children? So when she said that, they, her, her mom was like, what? And then I, then I, I think she said, almost certainly she said she had a twin sister, or she has a sister, and that, um, that when her um when her sister be out and you know maybe maybe in clubs and stuff like that she would say now don't her sister would say don't be taking pictures of me like this because I have a sister that's gonna be president one day and I don't want them to get mistaken that it's her when it's not her. So they all are saying it from that little child that what she said and they're seeing it they're seeing it she even mentioned it in the poem if you listen carefully she says she's reciting for one. But she said in, a, in, a, in, in her dream that she dreamed of being one, a president, right? So she, these are the things. I, I, want you, I want you to see how in her mind, how, how the things that she's doing. So she's minding her business. She's minding her business and she's minding it by tapping into her gifts. Tapping into everything that God has given her, right? She got books that overnight and suddenly... So a lot of you guys been working things like you minding your business and you mining your business, right? And, and, and you've been doing it for years. Then all of a sudden you can have an uns and suddenly I I'm not exactly sure how many people she had, um, following her on the ground. Um, but I'm not sure. I can't, I, I have no idea. It was it's hundreds of thousands. I'm not exactly sure the number, but it went to over 3 million overnight that she couldn't even get in. She wanted to post some pictures of this great day and what she's, you know, was experiencing. She couldn't even get into her own Instagram account because it was so much traffic. And suddenly, and suddenly these things happened while she would have been mining and mining her business. By doing what God had put, that all that he had put in her from when she was created. She'd been doing these things and then and suddenly, so people's like, oh my gosh, where have she been? She's been working it. And, and, and some of you that's listening today, you're going to have and suddenly sue. And suddenly her book that she had already written, um... One of them went to number one, and the second one went to number two, bestsellers on Amazon, overnight and suddenly. But the books were there. They were already written. But when there's that timing coming, back to what I said um, that I heard last week, it's your time because it's your assignment. So you just keep doing what you do. You keep minding your business and mining your business. It's two different things. You're going to keep your mind on what God is. So you're going to have pure thoughts, lovely thoughts, praiseworthy thoughts. Remember we talked about that, about what God has put in you to do. And then you're going to tap into that all that he had gave you. And when you do that, so she's experiencing a gush. Now, Amanda Gorman, 
And I'm using that example for you because you all know about it. It's relevant. It's right now. Y'all seeing it. So she's experiencing a gush that not only for her, yeah, best-selling author now, known around the world now, interviewed all over the place now, but they didn't know when she was in her room learning how to pronounce anything start with the letter R. See, they didn't see that part. They didn't see the gush. Because that, remember we talked about when tapping into the oil? Because once that oil is tapped into, it's not just for that person. It's to serve others. So now she's serving others. That poem she wrote is going to be in history, in the history books. Forever. So she's been minding and mining her business. So today what I'm saying to you is you got to mind your business. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Write your book. Start your business. Don't worry about keep keep the things that God has put in you on your mind and get into the word of God and find out, okay, how should I do this? I one scripture I wanna I wanna show you right here. It's in um John. Chapter 21, verse 15 to 23, right? And I'm not going to read all the way down to 23. But this is the passage of scripture when, um, uh, maybe just go ahead and read it. John 21, starting in verse 15. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And Peter said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus told him, feed my lambs. Y'all know that passage of scripture, right? Then he said to him the second time, Simon, do you love me? Peter said to him, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Jesus told him, take care of my sheep. He asked him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was deeply hurt that he had asked him a third time. Do you love me? So he turned to him, Lord, you know everything. Come on now. You know that I love you. Jesus told him, feed my sheep, right? Truly I tell you, tell you, when you were young, you would fasten your belt and go wherever you like. But when you get old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten your belt and take care of where you don't want to go. I got to read all this. Now he said this to show about what kind of death he would glorify God with, right? After saying this, Jesus told him, keep following me. Now this is the part I want y'all to listen. I mean, I want y'all to listen to all of it, but listen to that. He said, Jesus said to him, keep following me. And Peter turned around and noticed the disciple whom Jesus, whom, whom Jesus kept loving, following them. He was the one who had put his head on Jesus' chest at the supper, at the supper. And he asked, Lord, who is the one who is going to betray you? That, that supper, remember that? So when Peter saw him, he said, Lord, what about him? 
Now he was having a conversation, him and the Lord. But he see the disciple that had laid his hand on his chest. So now he going to get all up in his business. You see what I'm saying? So he said this. Jesus said, that's why I just love how Jesus says stuff. Jesus told him, if it's my will for him to remain until I come back, how does that concern you? You must keep following me. That's what Jesus said to Peter. And the reason why I want to bring that up is because sometimes we get caught up on somebody. Let's say doing the exact same like I got a podcast. Just like I got a podcast. And they might be doing it one way. And I go to God and go to the Lord and say, well, what about how they doing theirs? It was like, don't worry about what they're doing. Do what I told you to do. Or they might have a coaching business since I'm just launching that, right? And and I'm looking over there and I'm thinking, well, why are they doing it like this? No, I got to do it the way God told me to do it, right? I can't be focusing on what somebody else is doing. Do your assignment. Mind your business. Keep your mind on what God told you to do. Don't, you might can glean and, and learn from different people. I'm not saying that not to do that. I'm just saying, don't use your individuality. When God wants you to do a thing a different way, or, or just be you because you're different anyway. If God wanted an a, a, a earth full of robots, you would have made robots. We're created in His image, in His likeness. Each one of us are individuals. He made us that way. You don't have to be like nobody else. Mind your business. Like Jesus was pretty much telling Peter, mind your business what I do with John. That's what he was saying. He was telling, he had already gave Peter instructions on what to do. But the preceding verses. And Peter's still trying to figure out, but what about him? Well, whatever. It's like growing up, when I was growing up, like I said, it's five of us, but it's, you know, range of age. But we always trying to, um, well, what, what did you get? Well, don't worry about what he got. Enjoy your gift. Enjoy your package. Open that package up and say, ooh, I have this gift. And try to learn everything about it. Mind your business and minding your business. As you go, that's what I want you to, to really focus on. Stop being so concerned on what somebody else is doing. Mind your business. Remember the scripture we talked about? And it just it just blessed me so much in Philippians. Uh, about we thinking on things that finally my brothers, whatever is true. Whatever is noble. Whatever is right. Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. So when you're thinking about your business and what God has given you, don't get into doubt by looking at what somebody else is doing. Just do what God told you to do. Like I said now, with um, Miss Amanda Gorman, Gorman, she wrote those books. They were there. But overnight, they became bestsellers. But it's not because she just did the work overnight. She's been doing the work. 
Continue to do what God tells you to do. There are people for your business. There's a voice. There's people going to hear your voice. There are clients for your business. Just keep doing what God tells you to do. Don't try to copy nobody. Don't try to be like nobody else. Keep minding. Keep your mind on your business. Keep tapping into it and minding it. Getting everything you can out of what God has for you. I'm telling you guys what what I'm doing with my thoughts and my imagination. The things that God is showing me. And I'm seeing it. I mean, even in my dream state. The Lord is showing me what's really in my mind and in in my will and in my emotions in my dream state. So when I wake up, I'm dealing with it. I'm like, oh no, I renounce that thought. I'm having to to work out what's going on. Sometimes I hadn't been paying attention to those thoughts. And now I I pay attention to what's coming out of my mouth and how I'm treating people. Even my response to people are different. Because I realized a lot of times it was it was based upon I might have reacted because of a past thing and thinking that certain things. So how what was my thoughts pure about it? When I come up with a response, was I ready to pop off? These are things I'm dealing with. Or maybe this is just me. But God is showing me me. When you go on a, when you fast and things like that, yeah, you can fast for things, but most of the time, and, and from what I have seen, now I have fasted to try for, for people or, or ministries and things like that. I do that as well. But when I fast, my personal fasting, I, I, it's showing me me. And it's up to me to look at it. Or am I going to just ignore when I looked in the mirror and saw something? Because fasting is a mirror into your own soul, into your own spirit. It is a mirror and let you see what's really going on. Then it's up to you to deal with it. Do, do I let this stay there? Do I go ahead and confess this thing? Because see, I'm minding my business. What's going on in my soul? What's going on in my emotions? What's going on in my will? That's the thought pattern. I'm, I'm really, really analyzing it and then analyzing it and analyzing it again. Because I don't want my thoughts to be the thing that's blocking me from God's best. Because God's already did what he had to do. He said it is finished. It's up to me to walk in what he's already done for me. He said it, it is done and it's finished. But if it's not happening in my life, I have to figure out, well, where is the blocker? And sometimes we try to put it on other people. Because I guess that's easy. Sometimes we do that. We put it on other people. But then sometimes you got to look inwardly and say, okay, Lord, show me, me. And it's not always pretty. By minding and minding your own business. Mind your business. And then mind it. Get in there and get into your thoughts and make sure it's just a pure thought. Like I was talking about your imagination and your dreams. My dreams, the dreams I'm having, I have so many now. It's just like, and God shows me over and over 
different warnings. He'll give me warnings. He'll show me me. He'll show me what's to come. It's not like I'm going to share them all. And most of them I don't share. But I, but I look at them. And when they're talking about something with me inside that I'm showing, God is showing me it what's going on in my emotions. What's been going on. And, and, and I thank God, Lord knows, because the other morning I woke up and I was upset at myself because I saw something in my dream state that was showing me something in my emotions. And I woke up upset with me because I'm like, I thought I was better than that. And I am. Because God that's in me. But he got to show me me. So it's the same thing when you go and look in the mirror. And you see something all over your face. Do you ignore it? Or do you wipe it off or get it off or wash it off? And that's the thing with, 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 in our will and in our emotions. It's like we washing it off with the word of God. Putting the word in. Put, and, and, and having that time with God so he can definitely in meditation and talk to you about you. Sometimes we go in there and talk to him about this and that. And he was like, hold up. Let me talk to you about you. Do you want to sit there and hear that conversation? So you can get better. I do. I don't want my thoughts to block what God has for me. I don't want that. I, 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 I want to be just totally open and say, Lord, you know, show me me. Show me how to get delivered from this thing. Whatever it is. Talk to God about it. He already know anyway. But sometimes we want to do like this. Act like we don't see it. I don't see it. Mind your business. And then mind your business. Remember the scriptures we talked about today. When Peter going to try to ask Jesus, what about John? And it ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. What God has for you. You, the, the only limitations is, is those that's in your thoughts, in your own mind, because you put them on yourself. There are no limitations. It is your time because it's your assignment. Who's waiting on you? What if, what if Amanda, what if she, she never worked on her R's? We wouldn't have been able to hear her voice. It might have been her poem, but we wouldn't have heard, heard her voice and saw her beautiful face and saw her, her colorful, just everything about her. But she worked on, she mind and mind her business. Who's waiting on you? Who's waiting on your books? Who's waiting on your songs? Who's waiting on you to show up on the scene? Who's waiting on you to, to, that, that you're supposed to inspire? Who's waiting on you? I think the same people that was waiting on me. Because I think about if I 
never did move out and do what God. What if I had just had been rolled up and just stayed in in depression or kept continuing to drink and, and and smoking weed all the time and doing all the things that I was doing? What if I never woke up and realized God has more for me to do to impact others? What what if I hadn't? You wouldn't be listening to me today on the Speak Life Now radio show. What if I gave up? You wouldn't see me today. So who's waiting on you? They may not even be born yet. But who's waiting on you to just go ahead on and do what God told you to do? Write the book. Start the business. Start your nonprofit. Go head back to school. Who's waiting on you to continue? All I'm saying today this you got to remember this. I'm going to finish it with this. Mind your business. As you go into this week, you got to speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. Speak life over your neighborhood. Speak life over this nation. The key to it all is, is to speak life now. If you are listening to it on the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and comment. And I'm going to continue to say that God will continue to surprise you with his goodness for the rest of your life. Remember to mind and mind your business. I'll talk to you all again next week. Bye-bye.